Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. into the DNVR Rockies podcast. Now when you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use our promo code DNVR, you're going to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet this Sunday. That's code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. I am Patrick Lyons. I'm Susie Hunter. Yes, it's football season, but it's also Rockies frustrating us to death season. Honestly, never an off I don't know if that. that season ever ends. That season <laughs> never ends. The NFL is a 12-month season, but the games themselves, you're right. This is that time. Look, uh, yeah, I, I, I wanted to leave it up to you where to start with this weekend. You let you know, me set the tone? This I is the tone to... I'm picking. <laughs> kind of, yeah. I wanted you to kind of set it because I feel like you took a, a decent amount of the brunt in uh, in a lot of different ways. With everything going on, I mean, everyone is frustrated with what happened on Saturday. We'll get to that. We'll mm-hmm. talk about the doubleheader on Sunday. And there were some frustrating things that went down on Friday as well. So please, what? where do you want to begin, Susie? <laughs> where do you I want to begin? First it. of all, the Rockies are on a three-city road trip, and they won one game in each city. And I can, I can accept losing a bunch to the Mets. I can accept losing a bunch to the Braves. I cannot accept a 10-0 loss to the Cincinnati Reds. Yeah, in the hunt for 69, I had the Rockies taking two from Cincinnati. They only got the one in the three-game set. And you're, you're almost lucky to have that because – it was starting to look like on Saturday night that this doubleheader might not even happen. The weather was bad. There was a rain delay uh, just when the second game of the doubleheader on Sunday had started. So it was like, they're just going to lose two games, probably not even make them up. And those two wins 
would have had the Rockies at 68, but they win one. So right now they are, they are on pace right now to have exactly 69 and that hunt for 69, which means they cannot air one bit. There is zero wiggle room right now for them. Do you think that there's a spot where potentially the Rockies could surprise us and make up a game? They usually do. They usually do surprise. Like that's a great question. So last year, it was, you know, there was a conversation about the the gap between how well they played at home, which was very good, not historically good, but still very good, and how bad they played on the road, historically bad. That gap was historical. Like no team had ever played so well at home <laughs> and played so badly on the road. And yet that kind of flipped. They started losing games at home, but then they started winning more games on the road. They they were still well below 500 on the road, but they weren't going you know, one out of every, every four or five games. Now they're like one out of every three they're losing on the road. And so they're, they're going to have to to do that. You know, I only had them down for two wins in California over the final nine games. You might be able to make one up in San Francisco. They, ne- they don't usually play very well there at Oracle park against the giants. So that could be hard. And even with the Dodgers, potentially, you know, resting some people and you say, Hey, there's six games there. You might be able to sneak a second victory out. Even the even the, the Dodgers B squad, even the Oklahoma city Dodgers, I think <laughs> can safely win four out of six against the Rockies. They just have the Rockies number. It's not even the players on the field against the entire organization, pushing the right buttons, doing those right things, having those intangibles, whatever they, it may be. So it, it'll be hard to do, but it's it's possible. And, and I don't think you're going to sweep the Diamondbacks this weekend because we'll have to get to it. We'll have to talk with some of our guys maybe from PHNX. They are having quite the resurgence down there in the Valley. They've got their young boys uh, that they've got called up. They've got some amazing rookies. They're playing well. Zach Gallen now has the eighth longest scoreless streak. Like the, you just can't score against them. He was the player of the month. They had the previous player of the – or rather pitcher of the month in uh, July and Merrill Kelly. So things are really starting to turn around quickly in Arizona, but Susie, we're here to talk about the Colorado Rockies, (laughs) Cincinnati, Ohio, (laughs) Ohio, Cincinnati, the fine city of Cincinnati, home to a chili dish that everyone thinks is disgusting. Are we worried about our, uh, our friend Kelsey, because she sampled one of the skyline dogs and she said, quote, am I tasting mint? Should we be concerned? Listen, there's a lot of stuff in that chili, okay? There are so many ingredients. It's very rich. Personally, it did not agree with me. I heard that the first time you eat it, it does not agree with you. That's, that's I'm cool. I'm concerned. I'm concerned. I'm worried about her gut health. Let's get her some athletic greens, maybe some Tums. That's it. And maybe some of Sean Bouchard's kombucha. I haven't come up with a name yet, but I mean, I think this is a multi-million dollar sponsorship deal there. Sean Kombuchard. I mean, look, it's it's right there. Shambusha. There we go. It's That's it. I mean, obviously, <laughs> obviously, Coco's got his smoothies. Sean's got his kombucha, and the Rockies uh, have a loss on their way out of Cincinnati. Unfortunately, they get shellacked ten nothing. Jose Urania, not good. Uh, he, he looked okay the first three innings. No one was were getting any hits. You know, he did have that uh, delay there during uh, uh, the rain delay, of course. And mm-hmm. so, you know, he was on the sideline for a little bit. But uh, same is true of Chase Anderson there. Gives up the five runs in the fourth inning. Gives up two more in the sixth. One earned. And sort of from there, 
you got the sense that they might not be able to come back from that. They came back in the first game, but once it was like six nothing there, seven nothing, did, did you did you get a sense that maybe they would, would do something or they just wanted to get out of Cincinnati. You know what? Once it got to six nothing, I was like, yeah, I don't know. And then once we got a grand slam, I'm like, oh, the game's over. I might as well log off. <laughs> yeah, the the philosopher Aristides Aquino homered <laughs> off the bro Chad Smith, and you know it's kind of it's kind of fitting these these two antithesis uh, in names all together there that happened. Offense was. Offensive, uh, frankly, uh, only four hits there in the shutout. Uh, two were doubles. Trejo, uh, one by Michael Tolia. Tolia, two bags. I don't think anyone has ever said that before. We might need to. Uh, I think you're the first one. We need to make the T-shirts. But yeah, good for Michael Anthony Tolia. <laughs> Michael Anthony, that's right. Yeah, he had a double in the first game too, so that was nice. Rockies 0 and six with runners in scoring position. It's really been, you know, part of the story uh, of this season, not being able to be, you know, productive when they needed to. That was also the story in the first game, too. And it seemed like that was going to bite them in a big way where they just couldn't manufacture a run. Even when, even when, you know, uh, the uh, the team that they were playing, I, I don't know why I drew a blank, Reds. Uh, we got stuff in the chat <laughs> talking about the Cardinals. I'm thinking about the Diamondbacks and the Reds. No, but uh, the Cincinnati Reds, they gave them plenty of opportunities and they were choking a little bit until they finally did break out. So uh, the Rockies were able to get one out of the three. Uh, maybe we should talk about Friday's loss so we can kind of end on a high note and talk about the win in the doubleheader. Friday yeah. was a patented feel-good win for the Rockies. They should win Friday. Now all they got to do is, is win one of the next two days and you're making me look good. Those two out of three. And somehow the the Reds snatch uh, a victory out of the claws of defeat. And it's all Alex Colomay's fault. A little bit. A little I mean, bit. Not Lamette, all, but... Nelson Lamette did give up a run there uh, yeah. in, in the seventh there to tie it 2-2. So that was disappointing to see. But our guy, our, our kombucha buddy, Sean Bouchard, first career home run. He's been yes. playing a lot. You love to see that him coming through for Buddy. Buddy rewarding him with more playing time. That's mm-hmm. been really nice to see. It has been nice to see. And of course, you know, we can't take all the credit because of the DNVR podcast bump. Legit. But, you know, happy to see that, yeah, he's getting that playing time. He's getting that opportunity. And he's getting those home runs. He finally got one. So I'm sure that, I'm sure, I'm sure he feels very good about that too. I know we probably shouldn't put anyone's name out there on blast, but maybe <laughs> give people an idea, just the number of agents who have reached out to us of players on the Rockies and or in the minor league system that have said, Patrick, Susie, DNVR Rockies, sometimes they don't know who we are and they just say, hey, DNVR Rockies, can you get my client or my player or my son on the show to get the DNVR Rockies (laughs) bump? Like Constantly, just constantly being hounded with calls and messages and emails. Everyone wants to be on because of the bump, the proven bump. Five to ten. Five to ten notifications. Is that right? More. Second number. It's more. actually more. We okay. got more. That's that's pretty wild. Uh, mm-hmm. Feel bad for Kyle Freeland, man, because he had another you know really nice outing there, five and two thirds, just shy of that quality start. Did give up eight hits, uh, walked one, three strikeouts. Did give up a run there on Friday night in that three-two loss. He left the game uh, as the pitcher of record should have gotten the win there. Uh, did give up Spencer Steers 
first career home run. And I don't know about you, but I am tired of <laughs> players named Spencer. We've bit. had some bad luck with Spencer's this road trip. And personally, I just hope we don't see any more for the rest of the season. Very true. Yeah, no, it's 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 been too much. He struck again there uh, in the ninth against Colome. He led off the inning uh, with a double. He eventually scored uh, the game-winning run on uh, on another walk-off. And, you know, there, I saw some people questioning, like, why is Colome in the game in that spot there in the ninth with the score tied 8-8? Kind of by the book, you, you don't want your closer in that spot because if he, you know, holds the lead down, you, you didn't win the game. You, you use maybe some of your best bullets and then you still got to score a run in the top of the next inning, which might be a little bit easier because there's a runner on second base, but mm -hmm. the other team has that exact same advantage. Yeah. You also had the bottom of the lineup coming up there for the Reds. So you said, you know, Colome can get out of that. Maybe even if he, you know, uh, faces the, the leadoff hitter, which eventually he ended up doing then in the middle of the Reds order, which you know doesn't really strike too much fear in our hearts. You, you leave that one up to Daniel Bard, but unfortunately uh, it never got to that. And I don't know if you noticed this symmetry, Susie. This is oh. one of those, like, I'm not going to say, like, epic tweets. But I, so so here was an epic tweet that okay. on, on Thursday when we went out and we had our tasting at the DNVR bar. Mm -hmm. We're opening up on Friday, September 9th. Yes. So soon. It's it's I can't wait. It's going to be fantastic. But I threw it out there. I said, oh, did you guys see that graphic of I think it was August 28th, 2000. One oh, you had Albert Pujols homer, Serena Williams won at the U.S. Open, and you had uh, base hits by Vladimir Guerrero, the Hall of Famer, mm -hmm. Dante Bichette, our guy from the Rockies. He wasn't with the Rockies at that point, mm -hmm. and Craig Biggio. Flash forward 21 years later to the day, August 28, 2022, Pujols homers, Serena Williams wins at the U.S. Open, and base hit from Kevin Biggio, Bo Bichette. Vlad Guerrero Jr. I was like, that was kind of mind blowing a little bit. It is because it's also such a dichotomy between like Pujols and Serena Williams have just been doing this forever. And at the same time, you've got young guys just starting their careers with that major league lineage. So I'm just like, we've got like a little bit of everything and all of it is absolutely incredible. I got Yo, I got goosebumps right now. That was, it was, it was amazing. Yeah, I, I love that. So my, my tweet was not on par with that, but it was like, hey, I'm paying attention here. I'm, I'm doing my job. Hey, you're pat myself <laughs> on the back. So Friday night, walk-off win uh, on a walk-off single by the Reds. Who got the win that Friday night? Alexis Diaz. Well, if you remember a week ago, last Friday at City Field, you had a walk-off single. That stuck the Rockies with a loss. And who won that game? Alexis Diaz's brother, Edwin Diaz. Come on. That's kind of crazy. That's pretty wild. That that's is really wild. wild. Patrick, you're so observant. That that's that's all I am, but it's <laughs> that is your number one quality is <laughs> that you observe so much. Very observant. Very observant. Yes. Uh <laughs> Spencer Steer, too. I don't know if you I don't know if you saw this. So I uh little hobby that I, I partake in uh, with my dad and, and a couple of people actually in the members only discord that we have for members of the DNVR will we'll trade cards on the tops bunt app. So basically they're just like digital cards mm -hmm. and you can't really do anything with them necessarily. I think I, I've seen them like on eBay, like for sale, but even if it's like very rare, you're, you're speaking to people who specifically collect on it. It's not even NFTs. It's just mm -hmm. kind of something fun and it's a free thing. I haven't, 
spend any money. It's one of those freemium apps, right? Where you can do a bunch of things for free or, you know, you can, you know, spend some money, never spent a penny, but I collect cards and they do something really cool that you can actually buy cards on tops for like 24 hours. And it's called tops. Now, I think I mentioned this on the show. Cause I was thinking like, Oh, I want to, I might want to get the Winton Bernard card when he made his mm-hmm. debut, got a hit and they just, you, you buy it for 10 bucks and they print up however many people want. And so it might be limited to 2000 people. It might be a big event that should, you know, for Shohei Otani, a big game. And so like 10,000 people end up buying that card. And so maybe it's worth a little bit less because there's 10,000 iterations of it, but they had one for Spencer steer. And I didn't realize. So in, in getting this card and, and flipping it over, uh, virtually on the back, it pointed out that it was his major league debut on Friday, which i I, I was aware of that, as were you. Uh, he reached base all four at-bats. Had to think about that and said, oh, yeah. He had the two hits, right? Had the double and the homer. Also walked twice. And then here it is to the next level. He's just the 11th player in MLB history to reach base four times and homer in his debut. And, yes, it's the first time it's ever happened for the Reds in their 150-plus year history. Why? Because baseball and asterisk because Rockies. Yes, that is insane. That is so wild. <laughs> that's uh, that's a bit too much. Uh, but what's not that, too much and what's wild in all the right ways is the DNVR.com. 50 cents for your first month. Tailgates coming up. You know you also, uh, when the bar's back open, you're going to get that member size beer. You know you're going to get some price breaks on all of our swag. Price breaks on the tailgates as well, so you can get the mile-high sliders. Breck Brew is going to be flowing. We got a DJ there. I mean, Susie, you could talk about this even better than me. I mean, the vibes are free, but we, we got to make sure the people at Mile High Sliders are taken care of with those tailgates. I had my first Mile High Slider at our last DNVR tailgate, and I have not stopped thinking about it. That is how good it is. And I that comes from the bottom of my heart and the bottom of my stomach. When an off-speed sandwich is thrown your way like that, like a slider, do you go the opposite way? Do you sit back a little bit? Did you did you get a base hit on that mile high slider? I absolutely got a base hit off of that. Thank you. We are we are making the Broncos. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna overrun the Broncos tailgates and turn it into a baseball thing somehow. This is our first thing with yes. the mile high slider. We'll make that work. Uh, look, we don't have to try very hard on our members only Discord because we got a whole room just for the Rockies chat. Again, you get that. When you become a member of our wonderful community. And if you have an annual membership, we're going to hook you up with a free shirt from dnvrlocker.com. Football fans, look, hey, we're going to turn it over to you at least just a little bit, partially because the first Sunday of the NFL season is here. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving new customers a can't miss offer to celebrate the return of the NFL season. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. And as an added bonus for week one, Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. It's simple. Bet on the NFL team to win. If your team leads by 10 points at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. Doesn't matter. As long as they get up by that much, you're going to feel good. You're going to cash in. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet this Sunday. That's code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling or referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-522-4700. And of course, in our description below, you can read a little bit more uh, about that. Link in the description there for all of that. Now, my DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week, 
again, I'm, I'm focusing on, on football here. Sometimes the lines for baseball don't come up uh, quite quick enough, but last week I talked about the revenge parlay for week one and what popped up immediately was all about Russell Wilson. He will indeed lead the NFL in regular season passing touchdowns. Look, if the contract extension isn't enough to suggest he can do this, consider this fact. He's second all time in most passing touchdowns in a player's first 10 seasons. Seriously. So best part of this special and my DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week, Russell Wilson to lead the NFL in passing touchdowns. It's plus 1600. So it's going to be a big payday too. On top of everything else intrinsic, you're going to feel for your guy who quote unquote, lets it ride. Actually, it isn't a quote unquote, because I threw in an extra word there. And so it became something else. <laughs> um, I love this pick though. I love this support for my fellow Sagittarius. Of course, Russell Wilson is a Sag, obviously. And a neighbor. That's not and my neighbor. And take, my neighbor. You take that for granted. Because when you're a neighbor with someone, you don't want to like point it out and kind of like throw it in people's faces. Well, but, you know, he's been my neighbor for a while now. So it. like, it's just something I'm so used to. You should turn your camera a little bit so we can see over the fence. Because <laughs> I bet you he's out there, you know, just kind of sitting by the little cabana. And mm -hmm. you're, you're, you give him his private space. And I think he appreciates that. That's why I, you can't say he's your friend at this point. From one celeb to another, I just, I get his need for privacy and how precious it is. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. What was very precious for game one of Sunday's doubleheader. All right. Well, we've held off. We've staved off long enough. Now we can celebrate. Rockies had a nice eight to four win that did snap a three game losing streak at the time. And Herman Marquez was, was pretty good. Susie, how good was he? Um, he's so good. He's our freaking king of the game. <laughs> Congratulations to our DraftKings king of the game. Herman Marquez, seven innings pitched, three hits, two runs, three walks, and four strikeouts for the Pisces Prince. That's it. You love it. He's the Kai. I mean, so doesn't isn't Kaiser German for king? Something like that. It's probably something along those lines. He's got he's got a lot Chancellor. of nicknames on this show for sure. Yeah, Vice Chancellor Marquez. It has a <laughs> ring to it. I think I did give up two solo home runs by T.J. Friedel. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you some T.J. Friedel based uh, questions <laughs> later, uh, Susie. And, and see I, how, you know how what? deep your knowledge of T.J. Friedel goes. I'm just going to say this right now. Had never even Please. heard of TJ Friedel before this game. So the fact that he got two homers off our Armand Marquez, I was absolutely shocked. All right. I'll, since you're admitting things, I'll admit some things too. So a third of this the, of the red hour, honesty hour. We, we have to, we, ha we have to, mm -hmm. you know what? More uh, entities in this city or franchises, if you will, need to be honest a little bit more. So you know what? Maybe we'll set the tone here. I, if you broke down the rock, uh, you broke down the Reds roster into thirds uh, in DNVR honesty hour. I knew one third of the names and like obscure names, but I, I knew them from when they came. Reaver San Martin was a good name. TJ Friedel. I knew from a couple years ago, interesting kind of random story. He was undrafted. Uh, he, he was an undrafted free agent out of college and, and signed a nice signing bonus because he was draft eligible and nobody knew about it. And so randomly all these teams are like, oh shoot, we could just get a free pick that we got to sign. So he was someone that kind of has been on my radar uh, as an interesting. So I knew a third of them. Uh, one third of the names, I did a little bit of homework and dug in on. And I was like, uh, that 
that is not a memorable name. So, okay, I'm going to work a little bit harder and giving this guy some respect. And then there was one third of the names that as I was listening to Jack and Jerry on KOA and, and watching some of AT&T <laughs> Sportsnet, I'm like, are they making these names up? Like I've done that. I did that once on a broadcast in a summer collegiate game. There were guys coming in with numbers that were not on our list. And so we just made up names and backstories for these guys. I was kind of thinking that's what they were doing and I would not have begrudged them, nor would I've even known that they were making up these players and their names. That is hysterical. I was in that situation once doing play-by-play for soccer where all these guys came in and they just had numbers and no names and we didn't know who they were. And I wish, I wish I thought to just make up to fabricate stories. That's hilarious. We would love to hear that clip at some point during the off season. I'm obsessed with this. Um, That's so funny. Yeah. But a lot of, a a lot of the reds just sound like, "Mm, you can't be a real person. All right, we're we're going to find out because I've got some trivia for you on that coming up <laughs> in just a little bit. Um, but that yeah, that was a good honesty hour, though. That was good. That was healthy. <sighs> There's some weight taken off my chest a little bit there. It feels good. It does. We 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 might need to do that. That might be a new permanent segment. You know, I think we... that's a new permanent segment. We're going to need a graphic <laughs> ASAP. Uh, <laughs> honesty hour. <laughs> Yes. No, that, that works. Uh, I honestly had never heard of Joel Kunell uh, before he came into the game with the bases loaded in the seventh. That was the Rockies beginning in the sixth. It should have been a beginning. Hampson walked Brian servant singled to open up the inning, but the top of the order could not manufacture a run. Just get a ground ball to the right, two ground balls to the right side or a ground ball and a sack fly. You could even have a sack fly to right field and Hampson would have been able to tag up uh, and get himself to, uh, to third base there, but that didn't work. Nevertheless, in the seventh bases loaded, Joel Kunell, a name only a mother could love walks (laughs) on Bouchard score one. Then I think it's two, one at that point. Wild pitch scores Montero. It's two, two. And then Bud Black with his finger on the pulse calls goes to his bench and says charlie blackman get your tush in here and and beard and maybe bearded tush i don't know but he comes in two (laughs) rbi single blows it open four two that should have been enough but they'd end up needing more uh carlos estevez ended up giving two runs in the eighth uh which is unfortunate he had been uh pitching really well as of late kind of struggled here i think on the road walked a couple guys just a little bit uh jonathan india had a two-run homer there in the eighth that made it interesting that actually extended his hitting streak to 16 games. And then in game two, fouled the ball off his leg and had to be taken out. And so his streak's over. That kind of sucks. You know what? I feel bad that his streak is over. Also, it's so funny talking about game one of this doubleheader. It literally feels like this all happened on a different day. I feel like this day has just been so long. Uh, yes, no, it, it, it very much was, uh, a, a long day. It, it game one did get wrapped up with, uh, three runs. There was, yes. was also a good inning two on CJ Crone's 25th home of the year. I think he has 88 RBI right now. So who he's going to make it close there. If he's going to be able to get a hundred, he's gonna have to heat up just a little bit. Cause I feel like he's been fairly cold in the second half. I think the reason Susie, it feels like just it's such a long day in general. Cause you know, it was Saturday never happened. It, it just didn't, didn't go down. We had, I think a three hour, 45 minute rain delay. 
Yeah, we need to talk about Saturday. <laughs> Please go again. Be be honest. You have the floor once again, Susie. You you need to talk about that that one. Thank you. Okay, I okay. I'm convinced that they waited to call this game just so they could get that country concert in and still get everyone's beer money and food money while they were waiting for the game. That I think it's a conspiracy, but regardless, it seems like Reds fans kind of made the best of a weird rain delay. Yeah, three hours, 45 minutes. That is so long, way too long, especially heading into, you know, an early game, a day game the next day. But from what I heard, I didn't tell at Great American Ballpark. Uh, yeah, so they did the concert before the game. And then after the concert, basically they were just showing football games on the big screen. So my friend, my friend who was there described it as a football bar. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, they say Wrigley Field is the world's largest uh, singles bar. And then Great American Ballpark was the world's largest football bar. What's yeah. the rooftop? Rooftop is just the, the world's actually Coors Field, excuse me. Coors Field itself is the world's largest rooftop bar. I Coors think. Field is a bar where there happens to be baseball happening. True. <laughs> that that makes sense. Now, uh, yeah, the concert was supposed to go on after the game, but they flipped it and they're like, hey, we're not going to be able to to do this. So they they get it in. And I'd heard a rumor that Daniel, you know, because they, they still hadn't canceled the game yet. There was a rumor going around that Daniel Bard maybe was going to do an acoustic set. <laughs> and I'm also, there's also a rumor that I started that rumor. So... <laughs> I don't really know what, what Patrick, to believe anymore. We have the honesty hour graphic up right now. Okay, you I made can't, that up. You can't yeah. lie. You okay, can't I lie. made it up. I made it I up. Know. I wanted to see Daniel Bard to <laughs> go out there and play a little bit. Maybe he would have been joined by like Bronson Arroyo, who's a guy that I noticed in, you know, dancing around the Reds, Reds website, the Reds Hall of Fame. The Reds do a Hall of Fame thing where they allow fans to vote on who should go into their Hall of Fame. And they already have a top four list for next year. Bronson Royo's on that list. Scott Rowland is one of them. Uh, Aaron Harang, then and a, and a fourth guy. Again, must be nice. And Ray a fourth fans. guy. <laughs> and, yeah, fourth guy who's clearly not going to win based off of the fact I can't remember his name. <laughs> but did you did you know that Cole Swindell swing, sings two of CJ Crone's walk-up songs? You know what? I do not have my hand on the pulse of country music. So that name sounded familiar. And I feel like the yeah. only reason Cole Swindell sounds familiar is because of CJ Crone's walk-up songs. Chilling it. Chilling it is, is the first one. And then he also has like a backup song that they play yeah. kind of randomly. And I think he, I think he might sing that one. I'm not a huge country music fan, but I tell you what, in the summertime, I, I am. I kind of become one at Coors Field. Guys like Chris Iannetta comes up. He mm -hmm. would come up with country music. Crone, you know, had that banger. Um, it's know, a got... rootin' tootin' good time. <laughs> Let's go. Somebody, our, so, some producer is having a good time behind the scenes looking at Al all the different Allie does not produce for us often. Usually we have Kale or we have Yahir. So I'm glad that Allie is just having a really good time with our preloaded graphics. And clearly paying attention to what yeah. we're saying. I feel very heard. I feel very heard and listened to. But, hey, that's what happens at the DNVR honesty hour this is uh this is wonderful so like oh man uh i i don't know where to even go from here exactly because uh just just a wild long day and and, and yeah. tomorrow's tomorrow's gonna be longish it could be long for some people because... i'm concerned i'm concerned yeah, about tomorrow okay. because 
they it was such a long day today they yeah. still have to fly all the way back to denver and it's a 210 start so you still have to be back at the park pretty early i feel like those guys are going to be so wiped out getting in true it's gonna be ryan feldner against freddie peralta freddie peralta made his major league debut in 2018 on mother's day yeah what, day, what comes first, Mother's Day or Father's Day? Mother's Day. Mother's Day comes on first. On Mother's Day, pitch fantastic. <laughs> um, but stick around. After the game, they're going to show Sandlot. If you got a ticket, you can go and like sit on the grass. Of course, we can sit in the outfield and watch, and it's pretty awesome. So, yeah, it's going to be a long day, uh, I think, for a lot of families going out and doing that. But that's that's awesome. Tuesday, Chad Cool against Brandon Woodruff. Wednesday, Kyle Freeland versus Eric Lauer, another battle of – two lefties uh, other quick little news and notes jose iglesias we hope he's okay he exited early in game one with a hand injury ty block was the 29th man i think they had 29th men or mans it would be the plural of 29th man will be 29th mans so the last year they had 29th mans i believe they did but maybe i i wasn't as tapped in I, i'm not sure exactly Look, there. Thomas Harding <laughs> loves pointing out because play, some athletes in general, they uh, they're not the most eloquent, and some neither are some podcast hosts. Well, but you know some, what? I've, I've actually reasons. I've heard Thomas talk about how some players will say yeah. instead of third base men, third base mans. Yeah, just yeah. Because it's just like the like it's like their language, you know. Sure. It's the math. There's there's math essentially that goes into literacy of like okay if this you add that letter and so yeah so 29th man's uh, Mr. Ty Block and did they strike out in the ninth inning at that point I was just trying to catch my breath uh, finish up anything that I was working on because I think with one strikeout in the ninth inning this this is gonna be a cliffhanger they had 99 strikeouts this road trip over the 10 oh. games. Yeah, so not great. So if they had struck out in the in the ninth inning there, then uh, that would have locked up number mm -hmm. 100 for the Rockies. We'll have to see if we can uh, get on top of that and, and find out if they hit the century mark. I thought that, like, eh, maybe that's not a ton. Obviously, the 16 strikeout game against Spencer Strider was a lot. Yeah. That's obvious. But overall, you say, eh, it ended up averaging back to 10. That happens. We know strikeouts are up in general in the game. Mm -hmm. But if you go and look, there's not a team that averages, even the worst team, uh, worst offense in baseball, strikes out 10 times uh, a game. So that does kind of you know underline things you know just a little bit to let you know, yeah, no, 10 is, is not good really uh, in any capacity. And yes, <laughs> Elias Diaz struck out to start off the ninth. So indeed, the Rockies struck out 100 times. Oh, wait, that's not good this time. <laughs> Not great. Seventh doubleheader this season for the Rockies. Franchise what, record. What did I tell you? We were going to break the record this year. That's the one we raised our hand. Not the 100 strikeouts. We did it. Seven doubleheaders. We did it. Strange. Just, just strange altogether. There's still time for some more. We'll kind of wait and see what happens on that. Yeah. I, I Honestly, I would not be surprised if we got one more doubleheader. Yeah. Yeah, very, very well could happen there. There's still some more humid places that they go. That still gets a lot of rain. I don't think we'll have the issue here in Colorado. Could be one of those road games. But look, whether you are out on the road traveling to follow the team or you just happen to be near the ballpark, close to the first pitch time, you got to check out Game Time. Game Time is something that I've used for years. It's the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows Basically, have you ever dreamed of sitting in a seat you never thought you could? 
like on the 50 yard line courtside, like our guy Dev was doing there over there yes. in Serbia. He did it right behind home plate <laughs> floor seats at a concert. It's actually possible with the game time app. It's the biggest last minute price drops that can be found on game time, all on the seats you thought you could never get. If you want to attend a Rockies game, usually those games are very well attended. We know Rockies do well, but they don't sell out all of them. And not everyone who has tickets can go. Well, guess what? Check out the game time app and you could save up to 16% when you wait closer to the first pitch. Now, I actually did this for a concert. My first time I ever went to a show at Red Rocks, just moved about a decade ago to Colorado. And I said, I just want to go to a show. It was in late August, I believe. And it was just a matter of, I just, I just want to go. I don't really care who's playing. It mm-hmm. rained for like five minutes. And all of a sudden I got tickets for $15 each. Very good seats too. Ooh. And that kind of stuff happens a lot with game time. Bottom line, if you love DNVR, then you'll love game time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in our description. Join over 15 million people who've downloaded the game time app and scored the best seats to all of your favorite events. Hit the link in our description to save and join over the 70,000 golfers with the Colorado Golf Association today and receive an official USGA handicap with worldwide access to score posting and GPS tracking. Membership also means more at CGA because you're going to get an opportunity to play at exclusive courses all around our state. We're talking the Pinery, the club at Ravenna, Aspen Glen Club members. You also get access to exclusive member content with offers and discounts from national and local companies, including Imperial, Golf Tech, and PGA Superstore. Susie, I am pretty sure you have, like half of your wardrobe is Golf Tech, and you don't even golf. Like they just make great gear. So really this membership could be for people that don't even golf. If you just want some good discounts on some swag, tap into that no i'm a huge golf tech fan i just haven't had time to golf this year yeah i'm, I'm all about imperial i'm an imperial guy i mean i respect your golf tech girl that's cool because the gear is <laughs> nice and you get a discount with colorado golf association by joining and becoming a member coloradogolf.org and use promo code dnvr to get five dollars off of that membership all right but Susie, um I, it's time for a, a pop quiz that's what i'm calling it we don't have a graphic yet but it's when I give you a pop quiz, pop quiz for Susie, pop quiz, all about Cincinnati. Hmm. Okay. All, about- all right. Let's you do this. Before, and you did well. And I look at the confidence in your face because the first time we did this on Witten Bernard, you're like, <laughs> this guy is going to try to kill my career in the next five minutes by giving me all kinds of crazy trivia that might make me look bad. And that's not my style. You know that. No, now. no. Team you're nice. a team player. You're a team player. And so we're, we're going to have fun. All right. So first question. WKRP or a member of the Red. So WKRP is one of the only sitcoms that ever took place in Cincinnati. Yes, that actually <laughs> took that. There was actually a show in Cincinnati. No, WKRP I actually I have seen I have seen the show because it was on Nick at night, very late at night when yeah. I was a kid. So I've seen many episodes, but not for about twenty five years. So, and I, and I think you're going to do better having like listened to most of the series. If I had sprung this on you before the series, then it, it could have been a little bit painful. But even mm-hmm. still, people are going, I've never heard of the show and I've never heard of these Reds. So either way, you were going to win. But let's see how well you do. So I'll, I'll give you a name. Is it WKRP or is it a Red? First one, Les Nesman. That is not a Red. So I'm going to guess that that's a character from WKRP. Correct. Art Warren. 
You're that like, kind of sounds like an old timey radio character name too. That would be a red. No, yes. <laughs> there are people in 2022 named Art. Okay, that's okay. No, oh, that's crazy. Stuart Fairchild. Oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> WKRP in Cincinnati. Yeah, this theme song does not have all the characters' names in it, so you're not going to work around it that way. <laughs> uh, I'm going to guess that that is also a WKRP character. It is a reliever. No, he's an outfielder. I thought he was a reliever. I still don't know what position <laughs> he plays. I think he plays in the outfield. He's a red. All right. Herb Tarlick. <laughs> no. Character. Not a real name. Oh, there we go. We're back on track. We're back on track. We're right? back That's on character. track. WKRP. Kyle Farmer. Kyle Farmer is a Cincinnati Red. Buck Farmer. Also a Cincinnati Red. Oh, we are in the zone right now. Oh, we're cooking now. Johnny Fever. That he is not a red, but I wish he was. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> and let's see if we could uh, have a run here of five straight. Chucky Robinson. That is he's he's a red. He's yeah. a red. He's All a right, red. Nice. And he's a he's a third generation catcher too. So I did not know this. Yeah. I did I didn't know his name until the game. That was the name that made me go, Jerry, Mr. Schemmel. Th this that's not a name. Like I've I've checked this roster out. I follow all the NL teams fairly closely. I think the Reds have had seven different catchers this year, which is insane because do you know how many catchers the Rockies have had in the last two years? Take all the catchers from 2022 mm -hmm. and 2021. You know how many catchers they've had? Three, four. It, you, you nailed it. Three. Three. And the yeah. Reds have had seven just this year. They had Tucker Barnhart on the team last year, so it was at least eight between these two years. So good on you for, for Chucky Robinson. All right, you're going to do good on these. Great American ballpark history. Great okay. American ballpark. And you taught me this. Okay. At least you taught me that it was a company. What yeah. is it? What's their business? Is it roofing? Insurance, construction, or is it an alcohol slash food slash restaurant conglomerate? I listen, I lived in the insurance capital of the world for a long time, and I know Great American is an insurance company. Boom. Oh man, can't stump you right now. You're no. crushing it. No. Right, this one could be the toughest one. I okay. think this one's a good one. All of these acts have actually played a concert at Great American Ballpark, okay. except one. I was shocked. I was shocked. Even one of these had actually played a show. It would have blown my mind. Three of them actually did. You got to tell me the one that did not. Okay. Rolling Stones, Paul McCartney, Billy Joel, or Beyonce? <laughs> Billy Joel is never. Like, I don't think Billy Joel's ever been to Ohio. So I'm going to say Billy Joel is the one. I like where your head's at because you're going, I don't know that his passport is going to allow him outside of the tri state area or off of Long Island. But no, Billy Joel did have a concert there. Rolling Stones is the one. So oh. yes, Beyonce actually played a show there. Which uh, you know what? I'm yeah, because I've seen. Well, Beyonce performs at stadiums, so you know. True. Okay. All right, and finally, teased it. Okay. T. J. Friedel. What is the first and middle name of T. J. Friedel? Here are your options: Thomas James, Terry Lee, Timothy Jalame, or Trevor John. <laughs> Would you like to hear those again? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. okay, either A or D. Okay, so either Thomas James or Trevor John. I think it's Thomas James. That was my that was my guess from the get-go. Uh, but it's Terry Lee. 
Oh, well, I understand why he goes by TJ now. I'm, he might be a junior, so he might be like it might be one of those situations. But I, I'm not very suspect. Anytime a player has a, it goes by initials. You got to dig in. You got to you got to go deep and find out. Like Terry JD Davis, Lee Terry Friedel. Lee Friedel. I need to look up where Where's he the day? is from. He has to be a junior, so he has to be Terry Junior. That's my guess, right? That makes sense. I think he's from the Pennsylvania. I think he might have been from Pennsylvania. That's your he's country. He's from he. Okay, no, I can't. I don't know. I'm the from state. Philly. I'm not from Pennsylvania. The There's state. a difference. Are there a lot of Terrys uh, in Pennsylvania? That I'm sure in Sewickley, Pennsylvania. There's a lot of Terry Lees. I don't even know where his hometown is is in relation <laughs> of the rest of the state. All right, it's so right on the Ohio River. Let me zoom out on this map. Um, are, are we are we trying to figure out where his name comes from and you're looking at a map right now i want to know where what part of so it, it's a it's a suburb of pittsburgh <laughs> okay yeah he's got he's got to be terry jr that's the only thing that makes sense right I we'll leave it at that i i, I don't think this is going to keep me up at night i'm willing to just um, convince myself he's terry jr and 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 move on and he doesn't use initials either he doesn't go t dot j dot he's just, just tj, TJ. Which is different. We got it DJ LeMayhew goes by DJ CJ Crone. He uses the dots. We've got dots for CJ for He's sure. He's a dot man. He's a dot man through and through. Well, uh, you you can keep thinking about this, but I I just wanted to in, in our final minutes because mm -hmm. we didn't get a chance to do this in July. Uh, we had a oh. lot going on, a lot of different things. Real quick, let's just kind of touch on some of the best moments of August because they were not you know. There were not a lot of great moments in the standings for the Rockies, but there were still those really there good were moments. Memorable moments. The month also didn't start off well with the zero trades that went on, or the general manager saying, "Hey, we were also the only team that uh, signed a guy to an extension." When that wasn't true, two other teams did that. So we'll forget about mess. that and focus on maybe the players and the minor leagues and all that. What where what were some of your favorite moments? I think this was the first thing when we talked about this. Uh, on Slack, you're like, I mean, I think it almost starts and ends with one story, with one man for the month of August for the Rockies. You know what? The big, so, I mean, yeah, the big story, especially numbers-wise for us, Witten Bernard. You know, he came on our podcast. <clears throat> Actually, you know what? He probably, I think he came on our podcast before August, but he did give us the intel that launched our smoothie investigation. And that was huge. But then also him getting called up and making his debut in the middle of August was just the one of the biggest stories in Major League Baseball this month, let alone for the Rockies. Yeah, no, it absolutely was. I think that's a, a great point. It's mm -hmm. it's a weird point when you go like, you know, like what, what are the biggest Rockies stories of the year? And you know, well, then CJ Chrome was an all-star. So anytime you have a player that's an all-star, that's kind of a big story. Mm -hmm. CB rod breaking out. And then you got a guy who's an 11 year minor leaguer is one of your bigger stories. Might not say a lot about the franchise, but obviously says a lot about the great guy and when Bernard and all the love that came out and the constant, you know, uh, people reaching out saying, Hey, can we have you for an interview? Steve Harvey, you know what I mean? He's Steve going Harvey there. posted a, a, freaking TikTok about Witten Bernard. That's that is incredible. Yeah, there was a lot of Witten Bernard thirst to say the least. I think that that might be the best way uh <laughs> to, to describe it. Uh we had El Harris Montero's uh, first home run, which was mm -hmm. fantastic. We had, we had a lot of interesting home run 
pieces of business because you had Montero hitting his first, and then you had all the St. Louis guys coming to Colorado and and Pujols hitting a home run, Molina, mm-hmm. Noel Arenado hitting a home run against the guy he was traded for, and then making yeah. the error in the first game. The drama found Nolan Arenado there, and then when they went yeah. to Seattle, St. Louis. Pujols goes and hits a grand slam. And I feel like that was the final domino that made everyone go, guys, he can get to 700. And he's mm-hmm. still going there. He actually homered on Sunday. He's at 695. We, we got to hope it happens. So in some way, maybe the Rockies can actually take a little bit of pride in a good way to help, you know, spurn him on just a little bit to get to that magic number. Yeah, for sure. We, uh, listen, the Rockies... They love giving people a little bit of juice. It happened when the Braves came to town. They went on a very long win streak after they swept the Rockies. And after, yeah, that Pujols Grand Slam, he's been he's been really cooking, really making it towards that 700 mark. We spoke with Katie Wu, which, yes. you know, again, if you want to get caught up, postseason's coming. You know the Cardinals are going to be there. Uh, she dips into a lot of different things about mm-hmm. why they, they didn't ultimately get a player like Juan Soto, what it would have cost them some of the trades that they made in acquiring Jordan Montgomery. So she was great at kind of uh, breaking down all that Intel for us. Uh, we talked a little bit about our, our minor league guys. I mean, mm-hmm. Zach Veen got promoted to Hartford and he's been doing really well. And, and Susie uh, recently spoke with Jeff Dooley uh, yeah. all about that and his, uh, his swagger, Michael Tolley and Riley pint was promoted to Albuquerque. And then as we know, there's been a lot of, uh, uh, the Tolia party, the Tolia package, Michael Tolia, he's in the majors now. And so that's also been uh, a wonderful thing in August to cover. He's finally coming home guys like this. That's another thing too, on, on labor day, he's finally going to be at Coors field. Yes. You know, that's kind of yeah. nice. That's kind of a sneaky situation there of like, actually let a guy debut on the road and then come home and kind of get bombarded a little bit mm-hmm. by everyone and say, Hey, you know, Coors field and an altitude. It's like that will kind of, allow him to slowly transition. That would be an interesting study. That would be an interesting, Hmm. dare I say, spreadsheet to make up, to find out about big debuts for top prospects. Do they come and happen more at home or do they happen more on the road? Oh, very interesting. I smell an off-season spreadsheet. (laughs) Let's go. I would say... Uh, I was just going to say, I would say the worst moment of the whole season was when Spilly drank Gatorade out of the hot dog straw. He did, didn't he? He did. And it I was thought disgusting. he swore off hot dogs. He did, but he, you know what? Spilly's a team player and he did it for the bit. He did. He couldn't even look at Kelsey, incidentally, today while she was eating the Skyline hot dog. He just had to look away. It was just. Poor yeah, Spilly. This I'm... poor man. He is just such a joy to everyone. And he has suffered so much, so much trauma. He can't, he, and he can't, he can't even bring himself to eat the fruit of our pastime, the hot dog. That's actually a little bit weird and poetic simultaneously. The fruit of our pastime is a hot dog in a weird way. No. All right. How about Kyle Freeland with the 600 strikeout? Uh, Chris Bryant with his first bobblehead. (laughs) Um, Don't shake the bobblehead too hard. (laughs) No, definitely don't do that. Uh, was there, incidentally, was there a boot on the bobblehead? You, you were there that day. They actually, um, so if you brought it to guest services, they have, they had a clip on boot to add to all of the bobbleheads. Chris Bryant bobble boot coming in 2023. A bobble boot. Oh my gosh. We need to call FOCO and just have them make a bobble boot. 
we we didn't talk about this on the podcast, but there was a weird giveaway at a Isotopes game of a bobblehead of a <laughs> character, but it would just look like a person that was turned was into a, a character. And I I got to the bottom of it, but it's not even worth talking about anymore. Just know that the that the Isotopes gave a really weird bobblehead that I don't think anyone would ever want. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. Zero resale value on that whatsoever. <laughs> uh, we learned about Randall Gritchick. Again, that's an article behind the paywall there on the DNVR.com. All about going to back-to-back Little League World Series, which is something that even his teammates are kind of like, whoa, like that's that's pretty cool. Like I'd yeah. be curious how many of them are a little bit jealous, you know what I mean, of, of that in a sense. All of them. Probably all of them. <laughs> um, I like this comment from Todd. Um, Todd said that Nolan became a dad in August. These are Rocky's highlights. And Nolan's not a Rocky. Todd, get it together. It's true. And he, and he didn't he homer? He he homered on his first day, his first game as a dad. Of course he did. Dad strength. Kind of nice. Dad he strength. does. He's got he was asked about that too post game about that. So yeah, he's got the dad strength. So that's nice. Him and Laura they uh, welcome their first child, a daughter named yeah. Levi. So um uh Ezekiel Tovar, that was kind of a story there. Uh yeah. We're still waiting to hear more wait- back. He's supposed to be rehabbing, but we haven't got any more updates on that. We'll have to do that this week. I put that, make that a priority. Definitely, definitely a priority. Yeah, but he did um, start his rehab journey, so that is good news. And once he's done that journey, his the plan is for him to go to AAA. Maybe if the timing's right, we'll see him in Colorado by the end of the year. I don't know. That wouldn't be bad. I want to find out. I want to see him. Yeah, Bring they- me the baby. They, they, they've got those nine games in California. So that, that kind of shortens the, the window of, of opportunity there. You got mm-hmm. September 25th as the last one there against San Diego. Ooh, that would be real sweet too. That would be very sweet of like, hmm. man, it's fun having a young athletic shortstop on the field for generations to come. Padres fans care to comment? <laughs> <laughs> Because we know they ain't got theirs, so uh, no, they they've got some tough times. How frustrating would it be if Tovar happened to make his debut on the road during that super long homestand, and then we just never saw him until next year? Yeah, that that would be a bummer. I'll say that I'd I'd rather, and again, so that's like us talking, right? Or that's yeah. fans talking, and you go, eh, I want that for me or for us or for fans, but for him, you're like. Hey, go debut in LA. That's cool. That's fine. But you're right. That would it's it would have been way more fitting for him to to be able to have that. He, hey, he could debut on the road, but then still plays a series in Colorado, so everyone can can see mm-hmm. the baby, as you put it, right? The baby. You see the baby there. Um, <laughs> look, I Rymax baby. He uh, he had to had to put to to rest. He had to put down. He had to put his baby it's down. A, there, a glove. Said. It's a glove. Before people get upset, it's a glove. <laughs> This is his baby glove uh, that he's had for a very long time. Ball went right through the wickets, unlike uh, just about anything we had ever seen. We saw Robin Hearn, uh, and she's talking a little bit about John Gray and something we have, haven't seen before, John Gray wearing a Rangers uniform at Coors Field. Mm-hmm. Strange. That was strange. Yeah, it was very strange, and he definitely – he had so many, so many Colorado media interviewing him, so he was definitely so busy – on the media tour. So I'm glad he did make the trip, even though we did not see him in action. Yeah. Yeah. That was nice. We got the 2023 schedule for mm-hmm. the regular season. So uh, you can go back and check 
check that out. We'll probably talk plenty more about that in the off season. Might have to do like a, a, a fantasy draft for a road trip, Susie. Like, okay, if you were going on a road trip, Ooh. where were, I did this with Drew Goodman, and mm-hmm. I, I made a rookie mistake in my first pick because I went, I just picked an NL West trip, and it was like you, you, can, you can go there all the time. You got to pick the unique places, but there are a lot of unique places on the schedule next year. Yes. So we'll we'll have a lot of interesting content when it comes to that because Rockies are going to some places they haven't been to in a while. There's some teams coming to Coors Field that haven't been here in a while. Mm-hmm. And just there's not the rhythm that it seemed like this year uh, the schedule had. Spring training schedule is also out too. So, man, August was jam-packed. Did we miss anything? We got, Oh, uh, <laughs> we, we had somebody visit Coors Field oh. and, and be mean to people that work at Coors Field. That was yes. nice. Zach Campbell became the enemy of Rockies Twitter and honestly the enemy of baseball fans because he was definitely people did not appreciate seeing him yell at an elderly usher. John, we John. support we stand John. Yes. Well, I'm get we're uh, we're ordering like Live Strong bracelets, but it's going to say John Strong. And was that going to say Live John? No. <laughs> Uh, well, we got to see which one which one sells more. Would you say John Strong? Because <laughs> he's so John. strong. <laughs> or Live John. We'll have to see which one sells more uh, bracelets there uh, for that <laughs> and raise some money for children to catch home run baseballs. I was going to say we should raise money for John to go on a nice vacation. <laughs> that would be nice. Go to a postseason game. Yeah. And or go, you know what? Go to a home run derby so he can catch some balls. There you go. Mm-hmm. That'd be nice. Yeah. That's yeah. that's sure. Yeah, he had to work one last year, but he deserves to get it off. And we deserve to take a day off because boy oh boy, is, is it still Saturday night? It's just it's what it feels <laughs> like because of that GD rain delay slash concert slash doubleheader slash second rain delay slash drubbing. What do you like better, drubbing or shellacking? I think or, a or a third when you get. I think a down. drubbing. I think drubbing speaks to me a little bit more. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, we got the day off tomorrow. Well, I'll I'll be at the park, but like there will be a podcast, so hey, we've yeah. got a we've kind of got a day off. You have a day off. Yeah, we'll be we'll be back live on Tuesday, eleven fifteen. We'll do a post game yeah. show with the Brewers. We got more stuff coming in. We got the snakes who. Again, it's it's a weekend series, and so they're still going to get close to thirty thousand people. And Diamondbacks announcers are going to go, "How for this team and for us? Like we, no one, neither of these teams deserve it." But look, they've got some young, exciting players. If Zach Gallen ends up starting a game, maybe Madison Bumgarner again. You know, hey, go on out because it's going to be the second to last. It's the penultimate weekend at Coors Field. That hurts. There's only one more week after that, so that hurts. Got to make the most of it. You got to make the most of it. We're doing the most we can at DNVR underscore Rockies at Patrick D Lyons is where I'm making the most of it at on Twitter. <laughs> and you can find me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. And look, you know what they say about making the most of it. <laughs> Hold on. I, I forgot the math on that one. Uh, <laughs> it's only as good as the next day you make the most of it. So we'll talk to you then. <laughs> <laughs>